0: I don't know what you're talking about. You hate listen to her
1: podcast. Wait. What? And you made a swear on our lives not to tell anyone. Jordan, is that true? I like your podcast, Alice. What What is your podcast about? Hanging out with your smartest and funniest friend. Did you just
0: groan? No. When I said hanging out with your smartest and funniest friend, Like that. Like that. You did it again. No, I didn't. First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests. You have to do a Google Calendar. And you build a following. It takes a lot of time. And I've been working on it for a while. Hello, oh, Parth.
1: again. It seems another we're doing day, this another, another week,
0: d- another day, another dollar.
1: And um, as of recording, it's almost it's almost Hello Weekend, huh? Mm. But as of as of as of listening, where's this going? Um, yeah. As of listening, I guess you are uh, approaching the end of Hello Weekend.
0: Yeah, the tail end. Uh, it- you would be, this is Sunday Sunday morning, hungover from weekend. light listening, bodies, bodies, bodies discussion.
1: Yeah, so if we can provide any kind of relief for you, um, we're happy to do so. We're and also, why don't we just begin by asking each other what we ate, you know?
0: Yeah, we're also happy to occupy like the Monday morning walk to class and or like Tuesday doing dishes, uh, Wednesday mowing the lawn. But you're definitely doing something else. Uh, but Parth, needless to say, what have you been eating?
1: Um, my roommate Claire Pell and I are in the for, apartment.
0: Wait, the one from the Phantom Menace episode?
1: The previous guest, friend of the show. Um, and we were wondering what we wanted to have for dinner. I didn't want to buy food. And, we, and Claire was kind of gunning hard for mac and cheese, which we made. But I was hungry afterwards, so I heated up some Costco chicken taquitos and scarfed three of those down before, prior to recording.
0: Yeah, and it seems like you're, you're, you're peppy as ever. Three t- three taquitos later.
1: You should have seen me pre-teeth, pre-three taquitos. Are we sluggish post-taquito? We I was sluggish pre-taquito. Mm. I'm, I'm happy and ready for the day but the day
0: is almost over you're ready for the pod yeah yeah parth you uh i I don't know if you can see yourself but your your face is so close to the webcam that it's kind of like the joker like talking into the camera sort of thing (laughs) wait uh, wait do a voice since no one can see you every day he doesn't people
1: will die Starting tonight. <laughs> I'm a man of my word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I took a screenshot of you. I Not while you were doing the laugh, but just while you looked manic and while I looked concerned. Uh, thank you for indulging me. You see, this is how crazy Batman's made Gotham. If you want order in Gotham, Batman must take off his mask and turn himself in. Oh, and every day he doesn't, people will die. Starting tonight. I'm a man of my word. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're editing this, aren't you? Wow.
0: <sighs> Damn. Yeah, I guess so.
1: Yeah, have fun doing that during Halloween weekend. You have to plan accordingly. <laughs> but Trent, um, uh, what have you eaten?
0: To be technical about it, uh, I guess it was... I went to Fritz's, you know that place?
1: Uh, Sophia, Alexis, and I just went to dinner there on Friday.
0: Yep. Uh, We, me, Jackson, Sarah went there, friends of the show, went there for lunch, and I got like a little like cookie sampler because they have so many cookies. And I got the sampler, and I had one of the cookies from the cookie sampler. And it was pretty banging. But before that... uh, If we want to be thorough, I had a BLT from Bagel Nosh, very good, and an apple. Um, And then after this, uh, I know this is a little forward thinking. This is a little forward of me. But after this, I'm going to have some chicken gyoza and frozen broccoli.
1: Wow. I don't know if on an episode we have ever discussed what we're going to have after. Past and present. Wow. But um, thinking thinking of the future... um, Mm. We can we can get into the next segment of this show, you know, past the intro. Should I cue it, or should we just stay in this zone forever?
0: Oh, this zone. What an interesting way to put it. So, if this is one zone, what would you describe the next
1: zone as? Like, would you say it's volatile, volatile hazardous at all? Hazardous, <laughs> tumultuous. That's those aren't the right. Those aren't the right words. Um. Wait, I think dangerous. Wait, I think maybe we should call it the danger zone.
0: Da <laughs> up your
1: head. Listen to ba howling oh, oh. <laughs> Touch, listen to her. Wait, were
0: you the-
1: Popstar, um, yes.
0: Pop Popstar with the, the it's flatliners. It's so funny. Oh, dude, I just finished um,
1: it. Popstar. Oh, I should have declared today. <laughs> and um, and it's, She loved it.
0: Doesn't it feel like a movie that should have come out in 2012 and not 2017?
1: Well, that's part of the reason why it bombed. Oh, is it? Yeah. It came out at the wrong time.
0: It's so good, though.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, flatliners, well, Joel that- Schumacher film, shot by Jan de <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now I want to see Flatliners. Have you seen it?
1: I haven't. But I just think it's so funny that he includes the shot by Jan Dubont. Because that's the cinematographer. And I'm like, (laughs) that's such a like insider film joke. Like nobody nobody would care about that.
0: (laughs) I thought that too. The other thing I
1: love is this is that the sound of the helmet that they use is the sound of the tripods in War of the Worlds.
0: Oh, I I noticed
1: that. (laughs) Oh, this is, this is the episode where at the end we'll reveal The, the, the cruise the, the contents of cruise yeah. and Alright Well with
0: that, with that all being said Yeah my name is Zippy I'm the guitar tech on the tour Shit, Shit. I make sure all the instruments are tip top I love the road You know this is kind of a perfect job for me But my favorite free time thing is flatlining
1: Heart rate dropping
0: Flatlining is when you uh, technically lower your heart rate until um well you're dead he's still dropping then you can catch a glimpse of the afterlife got the idea from the film flatliners joel schumacher film shot by yon de you know i try to fit in a f-line sesh at least once a week two one hit
1: him oh whoa! that shit my pants not this time Welcome back to Craft Services where we talk about the movies each week. We talk about a film and hopefully have a crew member of that film to talk with us about their experience working on the picture. But this week we are But already, last week. But last week we already talked with somebody that worked on the picture and it was
0: Sound Mastermind Disasterpiece aka
1: Rich Vreeland.
0: Rich Vreeland.
1: Um Super cool, awesome interview. Composer of our film for this week and last week, Bodies, 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 really nice guy.
0: Also the composer of Marcel the Shell, Under the Silver Lake. Uh, It Follows, probably additional examples.
1: A bunch of video games as well. Oh, an an Adventure Time episode as well.
0: Yes, 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 yes. yes.
1: But uh, he was nice enough to talk with us. I think it was a pretty great interview. I, I think you said it was one of your favorites
0: yeah yeah absolutely. you know every once in a while you get an interview that reinvigorates your sense of purpose. You get off the webcam you're a little bit less sweaty than usual, and uh it reminds you of why we <coughs> why uh why we <coughs> sorry, I'm just getting choked up
1: that's uh, okay uh, why don't it's, I take this over?
0: It's about why we podcast you know
1: <coughs> yeah no i I understand. Um,
0: (laughs) I'm good. I'm good.
1: No, this joke is landing. Um, just don't know when. Um, sorry. Trent gave me a very upset look. Um,
0: but that's just for you. That's not for everyone else.
1: Sorry. Sorry, guys.
0: Um, but that, that's the past. And like
1: in this episode is all about the future. This episode,
0: that's exactly what I'm saying. Good tie in. Um, but now let's talk about the future.
1: Yes, um I believe this is where we talk about the film and mm. perhaps what the what the film is and what what happens in the f- what would you say what's the word for like the log line of a movie or like what the movie's about? what would you say that is?
0: Oh, like the synopsis Ooh, from- you got
1: it um I believe it's my turn for a 10 word.
0: Do I get 20 craft, s- craft services CS Yet, points? You do. You do. And if I get 200 craft services points, what do I get?
1: One nickel. Um, Very undervalued. Par- very undervalued. You've,
0: you've already done your Joker voice. Everyone at home should get out their craft services bingo board.
1: Ah, yeah. You merely adopted the synopsis. Now, I was bored in it. Now one,
0: I think if one of us gets mad at each other someone at home will get bingo mm. Mm. Well, well, you kind of you kind of got a little little upset with me No Parth that that was nothing You ever get does your dad ever get mad at you and you're like dad you yelled at me and he's like you don't that you think that was yelling you know So my like, dad and
1: I actually have a very healthy relationship but um that's cool that you and your dad don't no, it just meant Anyways, like as a child, my like ten being word re- synopsis of this film being reprimanded would probably be. Um, mm.
0: Wait, uh, do you want to try to
1: sum it up? That's what I'm saying. Mm. Um, youngsters, mm. I'm combining young people into one word. Youngsters, it's strategic, at house, m- murder happens. Mm. Who could have done it? That's good so
0: a spoiler free synopsis. but the real synopsis M- murder is,
1: question mark. But the real synopsis is when a group of rich 20somethings plan a hurricane party at a remote family mansion, a party game turns deadly in this fresh and funny look at backstabbing fake friends and one party gone very, very wrong.
0: Do you want to know the budget in the box office?
1: Trent there are a few things that would make me happier.
0: So the budget according to the document is um a dollar sign and then a question mark million so i guess we don't know and or, or we i, do I not. guess the, the internet doesn't know either
1: i searched on box office mojo and wikipedia and neither of them could give me a number
0: is it because it just i mean not that it just came out or is it who is it because it's their business to release that if they'd like to yeah
1: i guess so i have no idea honestly um i, I feel like that's who kind of unusual these. And it is
0: that it wouldn't not make enough an embarrassing small sum or that or it's but I mean, it's reporting its box office, but not its budget and it's all shot in one house. So the budget's probably small. So no, what uh-huh. what's what's there to be scared about?
1: But what's the box office?
0: But the box office is 13.6 million dollars, which mm. doesn't it's probably one of the lower numbers we've read yeah. on the show besides like things that have been released straight to HBO Max, like locked in. Is that what? It, remember that?
1: What a picture! You know. <laughs> Wait, did you know lockdown is no longer on HBO Max? Oh, it's locked down. I thought it was locked in. When are the COVID movies going to start happening? They already have. But like, what happened during COVID? The Michael Bay produced film where COVID nineteen has become COVID twenty two or something like that, and it kills you within 24 hours. It's pretty awesome.
0: Didn't he shoot, like, a movie, all, like, mostly on drones over quarantine? Ambulance is Ambulance. pretty good. You Oh, I, yeah, I heard you say that that was good.
1: It's like, I gave it three stars on Letterboxd. Is,
0: it, is Jake Gyllenhaal on that, or is that a different one? He, he is,
1: and he gives an awesome performance. He's really fun in it. Yeah. But I, you know I, what else would be really fun?
0: I like Gyllenhaal in anything. Um, With the, the production history.
1: Yeah, one could say so. Uh, and this week, it's a little bit short.
0: Um, the fun facts uh, on IMDb, there was eight eight possible fun facts to choose from.
1: Yeah. Um, so in March 2018, A24 acquired Bodies, 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 a spec script written by Kristen Rupenian. In September 2019, it was announced that Chloe Okuno would rewrite the script and direct the film. But uh, Rupenian was... Er, but Rapenion was later given a story by credit for her final uh, work on the film screenplay, um, while playwright Sarah DeLapp received final soul screenplay by credit. So I guess Chloe Okuno never actually, uh, maybe she did do a draft, but not, not one that actually went into production. And obviously she did not direct the film, Helena Rain did. Um, in April two thousand and twenty one, it was reported that Amanda Stenberg and Maria Bakalova were set to star in the film, while Pete Davidson and Myhala Harold were in talks to join the cast. With Helena Rain now set to direct, Bakalova said that she was scared to be in a horror film, having been frightened watching them. But thought that A twenty four films were deeper. She said that the film was more like an R rated comedy. But uh, I I would just like to say there are deeper horror films that are not a 24 films in may 2021 actors lee pace rachel sinat chase Sui wonders and connor o'malley joined the film principal photography began in may 2021 with filming taking place at a georgian stone manor house in chappaqua new york the film's musical score was composed by trent
0: our boy disaster peace
1: in march 2022 charlie xcx performed the song hot girl for the film which was released as a single on july 26 2022 bodies 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 premiered at south by southwest on march 14th 2022 and was theatrically released on august 5th 2022 in select cities and later had a nationwide expansion on august 12th 2022 trent hit me with some fun facts the original draft of the script by kirsten Rapinion bears little
0: resemblance to the final film it originally took place during a snowstorm and was not satirical; instead, being a straightforward slasher film. You hear me working through that burp? Yeah, no,
1: it was pretty good.
0: Jasper Wolf, the cinematographer, had had to teach the actors how to light themselves, as they were practically lighting the set with phones, flashlights, and glow tubes. For sabering the champagne bottle, Lee Pace admitted that he practiced for the feat at home using the Randul. Thranduil's sword from his time in the Hobbit movies. Thank you for the uh, the celebrity the celebrity shot. Uh, Helena Rain has stated each character uses a unique source of light to symbolize the personality of their character. Um, B has her phone strapped to her hip, showing her selflessness for helping her mother and others. Jordan has a headlamp showing her spotlight for no nonsense confrontation. Alice covers herself in glow tube, showing her desire to be liked and at the center of attention. Emma. Never uses a light, showing her desire to be introverted. Greg and David are never shown to use any light. And the name of the movie and the game played in the film are based on a commonly played improv game called Body Body and or Murder in the Dark, where players run around in the dark, in a dark room while the murderer, quote, kills players by tapping them, hoping to get away with killing the entire group. Trent,
1: we have played this game. What, sardines? No, not Sardines. Sardines is different. Um, what I uh, have we played this game? Oh, wait, no, you have not. Jackson Clark, because we played this at Ewing, actually. My bad. Um,
0: so what you turn off all the lights, and one person's the murderer, and you go around and tap people, and then they're dead.
1: Yes. Um, although you can play it with multiple people being the killer, and one round, um, uh, while we were at front of the show, Sophia Alexis's Ewing home, we, um, I was the killer and had successfully gotten all but two people out. And it turns out that the first person that I'd killed was Sarah Brotman.
0: Mm.
1: And she was the other killer.
0: So the killers can kill each other?
1: Yeah, because you don't know who the other one is.
0: So do you just go up and like try to make friendly and you're like, hey, Sophia, and then you pat her on the back and then you're like, you're dead. And then she has to lay down. She can't say anything.
1: Well, ideally, you don't say anything because you don't want to be caught. Because if anybody because sees it's... you, anybody hears anything, then they know that you were close to the body, then it's a bad, bad sign.
0: And then do they, like, vote, and they say that yeah, so So Well, somebody has
1: to find the body, yell, bodies, 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 and then uh, lights go up, and um, everybody—I I set a two-minute timer. Uh, everybody discusses at the end of the two minutes, you vote on who to kill, or mm-hmm. kick out, and— if they say I was the killer, then you got him. If they say I'm not the killer,
0: then you, you continue.
1: Go, you go. It's Among Us, Trent.
0: Among Us. I've never played that game, but yeah, several <sighs> people made that reference you, during Bodies Bodies.
1: I think. Wait, Trent, you're coming to the Ewing home um, on yeah, Friday. Is tomor- that correct?
0: Tomorrow for the shoot.
1: Maybe we'll play around. Maybe we'll have a a fun time.
0: And the funny thing is, this game sounds really fun and like easily it was easily explained and yet i feel like i didn't understand the full premise of the game after watching this film
1: i remember you coming up to me and saying that um bodies 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 the game feels like something that you see in a movie and you're like that's really fun but then you quickly realize that there's no actual way to play it and i remember being confused by that comment
0: well, the way you explained it makes perfect sense to me, but in the movie, they play one round, and then they sort of just, like, stop, but also as a... Well, that's
1: because they... I know, because I mean, drama stuff. ensues, but yeah.
0: Yes, but also as a decently intelligent person, I didn't walk away from the movie and understand how to play it. And it's like in The Godfather, when they teach you how to make like tomato sauce, you should always learn something when watching a movie. And I think it was a missed opportunity to not very clearly lay out the rules.
1: As a slightly more intelligent person, I walked away knowing the rules, but um, that's cool. But speaking of intelligent people, there are some not so intelligent people. And... They didn't like this movie. In fact, they gave it one star. That's, Trent, not, do, that's
0: not, not enough stars, in my opinion.
1: Do you want to give the first one?
0: So, the first review is by CM, maybe initials. Maybe it's like CM Punk, the wrestler. Parth, did mm. you follow w, uh, WWE as a boy?
1: I did not. I don't know who that is.
0: Oh, he's a guy. Uh, titled, Boring Movie Needs Negative Star option. That's One star is as low as it goes. Or he can get a letterbox and he can give it a half star. Yeah. So it says, movie is not scary, but boring. Typical Gen Z, drugged up kids, acting like typical fools, getting high and drunk, using all the new fun words like gaslighting trigger and narcissist. It's almost like it's a satire. Yes. It's almost... It's almost like that.
1: But uh, one thing that I think we should be grateful for is that three people found this review helpful.
0: And didn't Rachel have something to say on the
1: matter? She did. She said, in all caps, please don't waste your time or uh, $2. Money. Money. Um, So it says, bought this movie off recommendation of TikTok. Definitely not worth the $20. We feel less intelligent after watching Horribly scripted, executed, and delivered. If a lower rating were available, I'd deliver it. Please don't watch for a fee. And two sen- people found this helpful.
0: I'm sensing a common theme of people wanting to reshape the way we t- we talk about movies.
1: Yeah, and also, why did you buy this movie? Why Why did you not just rent it?
0: Well, probably because it was so soon after it came out that it was within like the $20... It's-
1: it's reviewed on October fifth. The movie came out in the summer.
0: So they bought it when they could've just rented it.
1: It that's what it seems like to me. There doesn't seem like there's any other reason.
0: I, I only was sympathetic for a split second because Drun Sigfoo's friend of the show had to take one from ah, T yes. and and buy Nope via YouTube. Um because that was our only option in terms of a rewatch because it was too late to see in theaters.
1: Was that wait, did we get that on the episode last episode? With our nope episode?
0: Uh, no, I think that was pre-show banter.
1: Wow, guys, you got an exclusive just now.
0: Behind the scenes, this is how the sausage gets made.
1: Um, but speaking of the sausage, we have a third guy um, that mm. left a one-star review. Also, there were only two one-star reviews on Amazon. I had to go to Rotten Tomatoes to get this last one-star one.
0: I see, but this is from Francis, who's verified, and he says I should have waited for the riff tracks. And are you familiar with riff tracks?
1: I am. I believe it's like um uh Mystery Science Theater.
0: It is. Right? I've seen I've seen a few of these for like Samurai Cop and like maybe another bad. Oh, movie I over think the you years. mentioned
1: this on our hundredth episode Spectacular.
0: Yeah, and it's just like three guys, like old guys in like glasses and they like have mics and a live audience and it's a recording of them just like making funny jokes over bad, silly movies. And that sounds so awesome. The, the older I get, the less the 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 less funny it becomes. But when I was like sixteen, that was it. it and we hit like a maybe a dab yeah. pen in the bathroom. It was pretty awesome.
1: You did what?
0: <gasps> yeah. But um, I was surprised to see that on here. But I would be surprised if they did a riff tracks of bodies, bodies, bodies. I think one of those old men would explode. Like it seems like. Like, I mean, not to, get a-
1: not, to get,
0: not to get ahead of myself, but I don't know if my mom would like this movie. Uh, why is that? No, she probably would. She's a pretty woke lady. I think she'd see it for what it is. Have some fun along the way. Uh, my mom loves a good twist. And mm-hmm. I'd say this, this movie scratches that itch. And Parth, haven't you said you've been itchy recently? Itchy I'm, all, all I'm,
1: over? I've been, I've been... Scratching myself all over my body. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Yeah, you have a, you, you have a rash. Um, but uh this movie. We like yeah. it. Is yeah, that true or
0: didn't we come into this, uh, already admitting the fact that we both like it kind of a lot? That we liked all of the movies we were doing for the Halloween spectacular trio, movie, fantastical, October uh, month. I
1: I believe we did. Um I This is the movie I was most surprised by liking. Um, Not that I thought I was going to hate it, but based off the trailer, I kind of thought it looked stupid. And I think mostly because we talked about how it's a satire, and I feel like most things that try to make a satire of Gen Z culture feel really embarrassing to me. Um, I don't like things that mention things that are current a lot of the times because I feel like movies don't do it. Not tasteful. It's not distasteful in the way that it's, like, uh, uh, offensive, but tasteless in the sense that it's like, well, this just doesn't do anything for me. Um, it, It doesn't feel like they're making fun of the right things. But while watching this movie, I was surprised by how good the satire was. In the movie
0: i'm excited for us to have our inevitable conversation of ranking these three movies because they're oh uh, yeah aren't they they three different beasts they though?
1: are three different i think you will be shocked by my ranking
0: uh, of like three different budget levels one of which is like a question mark
1: yes i mean this is clearly a pretty low budget film but um still really good um I was, watching this for the first time, I was, like, really shocked by how good it looks visually. It, w- it was just not something I was expecting to happen. Wait, Trent, I just realized this. You have a good Bodies, Bodies, Bodies theater-watching experience I, to discuss.
0: I, I, I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned this. Um, I, I, would you mind if I pull up my letterbox really fast? N-
1: not at all. I was actually going to ask you to do that.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, if you if you don't pull up your letterbox review, I'm going to start killing people. Okay, Starting I'm ready. Tonight. Oh, sorry, yeah, go.
0: No, uh, I'm always happy to hear your joke or voice in any capacity. So, like anything, uh, anyone writes to any creative people, like anything doesn't age, everything you write doesn't age very well, um... And you start to think that you're cringe like 15 minutes after you write it. But here's what I wrote. And it's from August 15th. It says, We're sitting in the somewhat empty theater. Nicole Kidman comes on screen. She talks about the magic of cinema. Everything seems normal. And then I hear a child's laugh behind me. I think, this movie is about to be very sexual. Who would bring their kids to this? I slyly look over my shoulder. The parents are struggling to control their kid who is running up and down the aisle yelling, Something, something, Thor, love and thunder. They have, no idea what they, they have no idea that they are in the wrong theater. If the trailers didn't give it away, or the A24 logo, the first shot of two women intensely kissing, plus slight hand stuff, caused the child to produce a combined shriek slash giggle. All the other 20-somethings in the audience are craning their necks to see what the group's next move will be. The young parents then realize their mistake, deliberate for a second, scoop up their kid, and hurry out of the theater all within the first 60 seconds. I wonder if they ever got to see Thor: Love and Thunder, and this garnered nine likes, which is a lot for a little guy like me.
1: It was it was a good review, Trent.
0: Thank you. I think my most liked Letterboxd review is of um, Scooby Doo and like the Cyber Chase. You know that, like the animated oh, thing. Oh, that's
1: my favorite Scooby Doo movie.
0: Wait, like literally, uh, yeah, Scooby Doo and the Cyber Chase. Um, my review. I I won't pull it up verbatim, but it was something like if you have a problem with me giving this five stars, you should come to my house and talk to me about it. And then I gave my address. And I think I got I think I got like 11 or 12 likes. Another one that just while I'm patting myself on the back, it was for Jurassic World Dominion. And it was I spent the whole movie wondering if I locked my car. I did not. Because uh, not Jurassic not,
1: World not, Dominion. What a film. We almost covered it. But we're not covering it. We're covering bodies, bodies, bodies.
0: Yeah, before uh, we took that uh, that weird avenue, I was going to ask you, you were talking about how it looked, the movie looked good and you seemed surprised. And does the A24 stamp, th- does that not guarantee things for you by this point?
1: Not necessarily. Um, I think that, Also, I think there's a lot of misconceptions about what A24 is. I think um, a lot of movies that that are A24 movies are just movies that were distributed by A24 that they just bought to be released. Mm -hmm. And I think that people have this weird idea of A24 as its own genre of film, which I... Do not think it is. Um,
0: It's not, but it's just like, if you're ever watching an A24 film and there's like uh, a naked man who then turns into a monster or like old people in like a cult circle, you're just like, yeah, you know,
1: I suppose. But it's, I guess like, I guess they do take on a kind of movie, but um, did did
0: you see Alex Garland's men that felt like a. I have not that felt like an A24 bingo board.
1: I, I feel like when people talk about an A24 movie, they just mean that like. Newer movie that's kind of low budget with pretty visuals and a little artsy.
0: Yeah, like a sort of a human drama, sort of high concept. And
1: I, I think that that just speaks more to the lack of studio-funded films than it does to A24's...
0: Creative output.
1: Yeah. Because it seems like A24 is more of a haven. Not haven, but like... um one of the few studios that is consistently putting out artistically driven. Um, say media. what you
0: say what you will, and however cringe it may have become by this day and age, but like seventy five percent of the time, I think they're they're releasing hitters.
1: So do I. I really like a lot of the stuff they um they put out, but um this movie I guess was uh from the beginning an A twenty four film, um. And I'm really interested, I did not know until doing some research that uh, it was not satirical at the beginning, and that it was set in a snowstorm. Um, I think that the rainstorm, it, it, both as a visual, um, I think it just looks really nice, and I mm. don't know how effective a snowstorm would have been.
0: The rainstorm feels more it's like it's like a hot and sticky movie and a, a snowstorm would have felt weird. yeah and, it, and everyone would have been wearing jackets and then they would have been running around outside and I, it, the I guess
1: in a weird it would have felt more the thing than I've, I think this movie as it is uh, wants to feel.
0: Mm, wow, that never even crossed my mind, but I guess in terms of the someone is the monster. but also if you think about it for long enough, it isn't we're all that. the
1: monster because
0: we're all the monster and none of us are the monster because sometimes you kill yourself on accident
1: yeah uh spoilers um but yeah i mean like well why Parth, don't we just talk if about you, the twist
0: part if you're gonna kill yourself an accident please record it
1: uh but post it uh before post, all my po- fan friends end up killing each other to play Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Yeah! Oh my god! Does anybody have service? Yeah. fuck yeah. going I'm a hot girl, pop girl, rich girl. Guys, I get
0: so stressed out every time we play this. Someone always ends up crying. I just wanna... <laughs> so how do you play? I'm a hot girl, and I come in different flavors. If you draw the piece of paper that has the X on it,
1: you are the murderer.
0: Maybe. Everyone else has to avoid being killed. What is that? Xanax,
1: to you want one? Yeah.
0: What is happening? Our friend is dead. So if you could just, like, not escalate the situation, then I'm not escalating. You're holding the knife, and you're moving your hands while you talk. That would be so fucking obvious if I were the killer. David. More. You're always gaslighting me. you
1: fucking trigger me?
0: You are so toxic. Ah. Relax, relax. You're silencing me. Is all
1: you got, motherfucker? Did you just fucking shoot me? I can't believe you're making this about you. But uh, Trent, what, what were your thoughts going in and coming out?
0: Well put. Um, I don't know. This movie was fun. Like both times I watched it, I really uh, enjoyed myself. Is that is is that too complicated of a statement?
1: No, not at all.
0: Um, I think as crazy as this sounds, at least as far as the characters are behaving for better or for worse, this might be the biggest inspiration for my junior thesis.
1: Wow, that's interesting.
0: But only as like a gen z reference point that i think is like cringy in an intentional way
1: yeah and i i've listened to a few interviews with helena rain and she said that i think part of the reason why this works is that a the actors are playing their age they're not
0: and they're laughing at themselves
1: well yeah but but uh more so they're playing their age and they didn't get 30 year olds to play 22 year olds And she said that she was like, um, I don't know how you guys talk. I don't know what this is really, but, uh, I have this story. So you, she, she was really collaborative with them in sort of injecting how they would talk, how they say like, okay, if this, this is the line as it's written, how would you say it for real? Um, and I think that that goes along, that collaborative energy goes a long way to making this feel authentic which I guess is the biggest problem with movies that try to uh, make fun of Gen Z is that they aren't, they're not putting that effort in, um, or they're casting people way too old to play way too young of a character.
0: Parth, we met a man last night. And did we not?
1: Who? Oh, yeah.
0: And at that Q&A with this man... I almost raised my hand and asked him a question sort of inspired by what you're talking about, because I was curious how much like creative improvisation he gives actors like on set, like how much deviation from the script, but it seems like most of the time that ends up working pretty well. But from a, from a continuity standpoint, you know? Yeah. But part uh, epic Instagram post.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess the cat's out of the bag, uh, Thanks to Rutgers film, we were able to meet Shaka King, uh, co-writer and director of Judas and the Black Messiah, which we did two episodes on, one of which was an interview with Sam Lisenko, the production we, designer.
0: Who we talked about very briefly with Shaka King, and we agreed that Sam Lisenko is an awesome guy.
1: Yeah. And he said, the best, the best.
0: He, he literally is the
1: best. Um.
0: But bodies, bodies, bodies. Sorry, it's hard to stay on track at a time like this.
1: Do you have any points you want to bring up?
0: The question is, do you have any points that you want to bring up?
1: Uh, When when we had scheduled a disaster piece uh, prior to me even having seen the film, and um, while watching it, I was like looking out for the music. And for the first like twenty something minutes, um, there's, there's no I was disaster I was I was getting really scared because I yeah. was like, oh my god, the, we just the, got the composer of this movie, and he hasn't made any real music for this other than there's some soundtrack songs. And I was like, I guess that's one question, but but, but then that's bo- not an interview.
0: But then body drop happens.
1: And then body drop happens, and the score is really really effective. I think
0: it's like one of my favorite scores in a while. Like yeah. They released A twenty four released it on vinyl and I almost like thought about buying it.
1: I think if I had a record player, I would buy it. And yeah. I would I would like to say that we when we played Bodies 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 at Sophia Alexis's house, we played the soundtrack. And it is actually very effective at I'm getting sure, people I'm, all revved up.
0: I'm sure that works in a revved up way and as we learned the hard way, like the Riddler theme works in terms of scaring like making yeah. everyone genuinely afraid while playing uh sardines sardines in your in your childhood home
1: yeah but i, I think that the the music again uh, another thing that i learned in an interview was like she was i mean we kind of asked it to him and he kind of disregarded the question but at least in helena rain's mind she was inspiring it off of like tiktok sounds and i feel like the whole gen z-ness of it is all kind of baked into every facet of the movie Um, And I think that the sound is really unique and uh, really effective um, in creating the suspense.
0: Yeah, this was uh, an awesome movie to get the composer for because I loved the score so much. Yeah. Um, I could talk about just like the colors too. And shooting in the nighttime with glow sticks uh, is always appealing to my senses.
1: It's a really, really beautiful-looking movie. Okay, like, something I wasn't... I don't know. I, I don't know. I, like, this is one of my favorite-looking movies of the year. Um, I just think that for the setting that it's in and um, the, the way it's using practical lights is really um, cool and unique. And I think that since the John Wick movies, I feel like a lot of movies like to use neon lighting, um, and I think that other than the John Wick movies, none of them have really done it in a way that doesn't feel kind of forced, except for this one. I really like the visual language. I mean, the, do you remember the scene where they're all with Lee Pace in the Red Room?
0: Yes, yes.
1: I, I think that that's, like, such a cool... The, the house, that the manor they shot at, I think, production design is pretty good there.
0: Yeah, I was listening to a podcast about the conjuring today and they were talking about how why so many uh, haunted house movies are made and it's just because you rent one really nice house and then you turn it into hell and you kill a bunch of people there and then the movie is over and then you release in it in the summertime or october and then everything works out well for you and i think this follows that algorithm
1: yeah i just think that it's really well put together um from a production point production standpoint um in a way i was not expecting
0: acting uh, super fun believable. love an ensemble cast
1: yes i really like all the players
0: i've I, i've heard several people complain about pete davidson and then be like thank god he died early and often though
1: i don't know what what they're complaining about it, i feel like I, he's playing his character i mean he's playing pete davidson
0: but- no that's exactly well I was like, yes, I understand that he's usually like fun, happy stoner, nice Pete Davidson, and now he's like jewel pod, jewel pod cocaine asshole Pete Davidson. But like, all the pieces are still there, and so you're kind of still getting the same, the same general
1: uh, idea. Yeah, and I mean, I know a lot of people um, were really uh, enamored with Lee Pace in this movie.
0: Oh, do, like, people on the internet really like him? Because he's muscular and 40?
1: People think that he's really attractive in this movie. I believe um, good friend of Jackson Clark, Ellie Guilberto, said... Oh, no, 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 not Ellie. Um, One of his co-workers said that he had overtaken uh, Miles Teller. Really? As most attractive person in the movies in 2022. Which I don't know that I agree with. But, I mean, I I definitely don't agree with the sentiment that Miles Teller was the most attractive person even in Top Gun. TC is right there.
0: It's crazy how oblivious you are to these things when you're, I guess, mostly a straight man. Because I watched this movie and I was just like, seems like a cool guy. And it's hard for me to tell who the daddies and zaddies are, you know, to use the Gen Z Mm. nomenclature.
1: Wow, that was awesome um it I'm, i mean I'm not wrong, yeah, but yeah, I mean, is there any what 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 do you, do you have i I know a lot of people the twist is controversial um i like it seems the you're twist. a fan
0: i kinda can't envision this movie without the twist, and I think it's smart. Because it isn't just oh one of them is killing everyone else essentially for no reason, and I just like that they're all accusing each other and it all seems very genuine. And in the moment, you're like, it really could be any of them. And then, like, it wouldn't. the The twist is the movie that that's that,
1: that's kind of what I felt walking th- out of
0: the theater. That they all die for nothing because they didn't sit down and discuss how, I reached enemies. I reached a
1: point when they're h- up hiding in the closet um I reached a point where I realized most we have seen most of the people get killed like the, the a lot of the people it's it's not a mystery how they got oh, killed
0: so you knew it before before that it was intentionally revealed
1: I didn't necessarily know but I was like oh I wonder if like that's the if we're not ever gonna know or, or something like I knew I felt like I can't be that it's one person because that doesn't you know what or, or and there's also their friend that um doesn't come yeah. until the end and I was like well it can't be him we don't know him it'd it, it be unsatisfying be too yeah
0: um I feel like him coming at the end is kind of unsatisfying as well ever, I think
1: it's I think it's as satisfying as it was ever gonna be um I'm glad they don't make him into more of a thing than he's there.
0: Then he needs to be.
1: Um, but I think I, I agree with you that like this movie is the twist. You were either going along with the movie or you weren't. I don't. I don't know how the twist can be the thing that, um, like makes or break. Like I I can't imagine you enjoying the movie and what it was doing and saying, and then reaching that twist and doing a one eighty on it. You know.
0: Parth, have you seen Ocean's 12? Of course I have. Uh, Do you know, it's like a little throwaway line, but do you know how Julie Roberts is playing herself, and then she bumps into Bruce Willis? Yeah, it's
1: one of my favorite sequences.
0: Okay, and so do you know how Matt Damon is playing, like, her PR person? I'm forgetting, I'm blanking on what his fake name is. I know it's so funny. Yeah. and then, uh, it's like, they go away from that scene, and then they're entering another scene, and Matt Damon is talking to Bruce Willis, and he's like, when you were talking in the diner, I, I, I knew, but, but I still think, I knew, I knew about the twist, but I still think the movie works really well. And he's talking <laughs> about The Sixth Sense. Yes. A- and, uh, that is just what I imagined, as you were talking about you seeing the twist before, b- before yeah. The Curve.
1: I'm just like Matt Damon, you know?
0: I love Ocean's Twelve.
1: I, I think it's a good time he told me everything was fine he lied right to me well what I think he meant by fine is that we're running low on time and money and you know we're deeper in debt than when we started
0: I assume that you have some kind of a plan to get him out
1: actually she sounds like her no she needs a southern accent can you do a southern, ac- she's from the south. What the
0: hell is going on with you
1: guys? No, that's not quite on. See, the accent is crucial. Explain it's the first thing people that, notice. Like, this ridiculous car. What is it doing? Okay,
0: okay, just, I'm sorry. All right, I'm just gonna level with you. Due to certain personnel
1: the, uh, losses that we have sustained, we just, various readjustments had to be made. You're gonna have to play a small
0: role in this thing. Okay, so can you put these on? I'd like you to put this hat on we're going to put on that and you're going to stuff it with that and we'll turn around just give you a little moment small roll. who am I supposed to be
1: well I like all those movies um yeah.
0: Ocean's 13 is the least good but simultaneously very good
1: yeah I, I agree with both sentiments <laughs> um is there any other stuff you want to talk about is there any other?
0: I gave this movie a three and a half uh, originally, but that's just my letterbox review, and so it's not giving away um, our our current review because we're different men now. But I'm not sure. I think maybe that was a little a little harsh. I, I given I I can't think of anything I don't like about this movie.
1: Yeah, I I think that it's exactly the movie it's tra- that it sets out to be. Um, I I don't. I don't know what it could be, what it could do to be...
0: Better at what it's attempting?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Do we want to just go into the rating outlet? Oh, no. Wait, Trent, it's getting kind of hot in here.
0: There's, like, a flash outside the window, and I'm getting a call from a friend of the show, but I'm going to have to tell her to call me back later because there's a bomb outside.
1: My skin!
0: Sort of like that slow.
1: Trent, I would definitely recommend this movie. I think that it is rewatchable and I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I think I gave it a 4 out of 5. So I think that that I, translates.
0: I, I was just going to say that it should be creeping into four star territory because I didn't walk away. I mean, y- you have to answer the other questions, but um, I did I walk, answer. What? Yes and yes and yes and yes? Yeah. What about your mom?
1: Oh, my mom? I think she'd enjoy this. My mom doesn't really care for horror movies, but I I think that she doesn't like gory movies, and I think that this I mean it has some blood and stuff, but I think that my mom would like the sort of setting and um, the stuff that it's making fun of.
0: I, I I'm genuinely kind of curious to, uh, as to what my mom would think about this, and maybe as a social experiment, oh, I'll task her.
1: Oh, uh, I one two more things that are connected to bring up about the movie. No. Oh. One, Rachel Sennott is really, really good in this. Yes. Um, she, like, she, easily, for me, like, the funniest thing in the movie. Um, she's so funny in Se- this. Uh,
0: several people have said that we need to use her podcast monologue in our intro or outro. I, I, I was,
1: I was, that's the second thing I was going to bring up. I see. Um, while watching that scene, when that scene happened in the movie... I watched it with friend of the show, Sophia Alexis, and we both turned to each other and we smiled and I was like, this is how I feel.
0: And this this is how I win.
1: Yes. And I think my Letterbox review of the movie was, uh, do you mind if I pull it up?
0: No, no, please.
1: So my review is, there's a point where a character talks about how difficult it is to run a podcast. And while it's making fun of said person, I felt so validated. And this received eight likes, not far off from your nine.
0: Mm. One. So this is this is how I win.
1: Yeah, it seems so. But um. <laughs> anyways, those were my two points. Uh, back to your ratings gauntlet.
0: I'll. I, I had something on my mind that I'll try to remember before the end of the episode. But my ratings gauntlet. Yes, I've rewatched it. Holds up on the second viewing, even when you know the twist, and it's fun for new reasons. Did you find that to be tr- The case also.
1: Yeah, I'd say so.
0: Um, you can tell parts ready to get out of the episode. Um, checking, checking the email.
1: Not the email, the NJ Transit.
0: Oh, oh, I, I I hear you. Logistics. Oh, yeah, obviously I'd recommend it. Um, would my mom like it? Yes, I'd like her to. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. My mom watching Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is like Jackson Clark came home today and he said... I tried to listen to a Nirvana album because I like something in the way from the Batman so much and hearing him talk about like the most classic rock and roll albums of all time, like a newborn baby is just like so fun for me. And he was like, I liked the first song, but then the second song was bad. So I stopped.
1: No. All right. Uh, Trent, can we get this done in like five minutes? Do you think?
0: Yeah, Let's make it our goal. It's almost, um, it's almost like there's a train to catch. All
1: oh, right, bullet, bullet
0: train, bullet train. Oh,
1: my f- movie of the year,
0: movie of the year. Um, <laughs> definitely my top ten. But okay, yeah. Uh, um, let's let's move. It's like speed. Uh, how would
1: you rank the three films of the twenty twenty two spooktacular?
0: Bodies, bodies, bodies. It's X and, and it's Nope. Yeah. It's hard because I I I really like all of them. Yeah. But I'm afraid I have to go at least just temporarily. Nope, bodies X.
1: Wow, okay. Um, Mine is kind of uh, controversial. My bottom is nope. My middle is X, and my top is bodies, bodies, bodies.
0: Your bottom being nope kind of makes no sense to me because the first thing that came to my mind was, like, which one did I leave the theater most stunned? And the answer is clearly nope. And I know that's how Spectacle works, but also um, seeing this on an IMAX screen was, like, so awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I had a good time watching Nope. I think that Bodies, 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 I was just most... I, a, I think it was the surprise of it, and B, I think it's just uh, maybe a bit of a quicker watch um, to get through. But I, I, de- I definitely really appreciate the spectacle of Nope.
0: And Bodies, Bodies, Bodies and X are hard for me to compare because it's both like ensemble casts, and I have so much fun with both, but I just did the quick math, and I would rather watch Bodies, Bodies, Bodies again than X right now.
1: All right. Three movies of cru- Cruzapalooza. We got to get them out.
0: Uh, in order, or should I just start saying I'll, them? I'll,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll give them in order. First, we're going to have... Um,
0: this is a big reveal, everyone. This yes. is If you're hearing this, it, it's too late.
1: First, we're going to have Magnolia, Paul Thomas Anderson's film.
0: First PTA movie?
1: First PTA movie. Next, we are going to have Michael Mann's Collateral. And third, we're going to have War of the Worlds. A um, film we've talked about several times, but not, um, not formally on Pod. But Trent, where can people listen to us?
0: So everyone can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Find us on Instagram, Craft Services Podcast. Parth runs the Twitter, Craft Services Pod. Um, find Parth dot com. Yep. Yeah, and, and uh, give us rate, a good rating ra- review. Rate- Rate and review. Tell a friend about the show. We would
1: appreciate that. Next week is part one of our Magnolia interview with uh, sound mixer John Pritchett. This so, is like
0: the art We should call this like Sound Month. Yeah. The the the, the bridge in between horror and. Tom Cruise is the sound. The cosmic the cosmic waves.
1: All right. Uh see see you guys next week. Bye.
0: Enjoy. Bye.